down, you guys. Shuffle up your deck. Loosen up your thumbs. This is Cover B. Everybody, welcome back to Cover B. Let's freaking go, gamers! We. I'm sorry. How old do you think we are? I mainly just wanted people to cringe right off the bat. <laughs> Get it out of the way early. Yeah, yeah. Just embarrass myself seconds into the episode, and then. I mean, that means know. that you know all all stakes are off, and yeah, exactly. We can just I can dive say, right into whatever can we want. Say whatever I want right now. Yeah. It's it's all, the bar has been lowered. <laughs> we must only step over it. Their expectations have sunk yeah. to new lows. Anyway, Powered Gaming, hi. Hi. We're going to talk about games. Yeah. Uh, today we are talking about Batman, or uh, I almost said Batman Presents Munchkin. Munchkin Presents Batman. Batman. Which is Batman Munchkin. It's Batman. It's Batman. I'm Munchkin. Um, it's Munchkin. <laughs> Where is the munchkin going? <laughs> Who's the munchkin? <laughs> this is some quality content. Anyway, uh, Munchkin Presents Batman. For those who don't know, Munchkin is a card game that is an absolute banger of a classic. Uh, and a great friend ruiner. Yeah, and a great, <laughs> great, great uh, uh, friend, friend ruiner. Um, it is a card-based game coming out of Steve Jackson Games, uh, for three to six players. Um, it is, it runs basically as such. You have two decks. One is the door, in air quotes. Uh, one is treasures. Each round, you're going to have a character, and the goal is you start at level one, and you have to get to level ten. You level up by defeating creatures in traditional munchkin but there's all kinds of different themes of munchkin there's like pirate munchkin and superhero munchkin and space, space munchkin. munchkin and goth munchkin and uh marvel munchkin and um uh conan munchkin and munchkin mars attacks and uh uh like greek munchkin and stop me please uh this episode covers all of the comic-related ones, like the superhero and the Marvel and the Batman. <laughs> but mainly the Batman. Anyway, Mostly the Batman. <laughs> uh, so there's all kinds of different themes, but basically you level up by fighting monsters that are, or some sort of encounter, out of the door deck. Um, you start, like I said, at level one, and you build up power in order to overcome these off obstacles. So when you pull one of those cards, it will have a difficulty number, say difficulty 12. Your total power has to meet or exceed 12 in order to beat that encounter. Uh, you do that, like I said, in all these different themes through various ways by equipping different equipment or having creatures or characters that can come in and help you. You can also enlist the help of other players and bribe them with some of the treasures that you might win from defeating the card, etc., etc., etc. Or other ways. Munchkin really uh, is one of those games that is just open to do whatever you feel like as long as it doesn't break the rules. Right. Um, so if you wanted to be like, hey, help me with this and I'll give you one of my equipment cards, you can absolutely do that. You have free range of doing that. 
Meanwhile, the other players can also play cards to make the encounter more difficult, thereby forcing you to lose, and each card has like a bad stuff, what happens if you're not able to beat it kind of thing. You do get the option to run away, you roll a d6, if you get a 5 or a 6, you run away, if you don't, the bad stuff happens to you, which can be everything from losing some of your equipment, to losing a level, to dying in some games, in this game it was go to Arkham Asylum, uh, wherein you go back to level 1 and lose all your stuff. Um, and that's ultimately the gist of it. There's more intricate rules, but we won't get too far into them. Uh, you can read into it. Uh, but it plays very, very well, and it's very easy to pick up. It's not a very hard game to get into. It doesn't super require somebody, like a lot of games require somebody who's played it before to really, like, teach you how to play. Yeah. This is not one of those at all. This is one of the go-to games when I was working at an LGS. If somebody came in and was like, I need a game for my family, we'd be like, bah! <laughs> and then inevitably those families would have to go to therapy because of us, uh, because it is a game all about manipulating people and backstabbing them. But likely those families probably needed therapy to begin with, and so we're helping. Maybe the munchkin was the therapy. I don't know. Maybe they were able to get it all out on the table. But uh, for the sake of Batman Munchkin, few things are different. Still has the door deck, the treasure deck. You're still trying to get to level 10. The difference here is that you start by picking a villain card. You're all playing Gotham rogues. So there's, uh, let's see if I can remember all of them. There's the Sirens. So there's Harley and Catwoman and Poison Ivy. There's Penguin. There's Two-Face. There's Riddler. There's Mr. Freeze. And there's the Joker. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, you are doing crimes. Those are the encounters that you're getting out of the door deck. You're trying to do as many crimes as you can in order to level up to level 10 and become the best villain in Gotham. Meanwhile, the cards that you can use to help yourself are various really silly uh, super villain things like anti-gravity rays and shrink guns and anti-police helmets and stuff like that. Um, you can also get accomplices, which are a bunch of other rogues like Clayface and Mad Hatter and Bane. Uh, many, many of the other rogues that aren't the main rogues featured as the characters. Each character has its own ability. Uh, for instance, I played as Harley Quinn, uh, and her special ability is that she actually levels up when she helps people. Normally you don't, if you're the helper, you don't gain the level if a crime is done. Uh, but Harley Quinn does. So of course I spent the entire time being like, I'll help you. You don't have to give me anything. I'll help you. Uh, and it created a lot of turmoil for me mostly. Um, yeah, we wouldn't let him help. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, it's fine. Just, I didn't win, is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, Mr. Freeze has an ability where there's this phase in the game called Charity, where if you have more than five cards at the end of your turn, you have to give them to the lowest level player. Uh, or you have to give down to five. You have to give some cards to the lowest level player. Mr. Freeze has this ability where he gets one of those every time. Uh, Poison Ivy gets like pluses to running away. Catwoman gets pluses to trying to, every time you use an accomplice, so like the Clayface card or the Bane card, uh, you have to roll. They all have a number that you have to roll higher than uh, in order to keep that in your hand or otherwise they just get discarded. Catwoman gets a bonus on the rolls for that, et cetera, et cetera. Penguin et cetera. gets an additional hand uh, yeah. uh, piece of equipment. Joker gets an additional card in his hand, so he has a six-card hand instead of five, um, et cetera, et cetera. So they all have special abilities, which is kind of a cool twist because you come in 
uh, already with like something that's going to kind of dictate the direction you take. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it's ultimately just down to the randomized decks and seeing where things go. The cool thing about the accomplices is you can throw them on either side. So you can actually throw them onto the crime to make things harder, uh, which is fun. Uh, A lot of Munchkin games have varying rules on how you can do things. Uh, For instance, Munchkin Pirates, which is called Munchkin Booty. Um, (laughs) There are shark cards. And if somebody throws a shark card down, you usually have to do like Wandering Monster, I think is the card in the original... The original mm-hmm. munchkins that let you like throw an additional monster on top of monsters drawn from the door deck. In Munchkin Booty, if somebody draws a shark and you have a shark in your hand, you can automatically play it. Right. And so people can just make swarms of sharks. Um, so things like that. But for this, they do the accomplices. The accomplices never add like a ton of difficulty. It's usually like plus two, two or, or three. three. Um but there are additional cards that you can play that are like Batman or Batman and Robin. Or like Gotham PD, various different police cards and stuff And those like that. can add up to five or even ten if you're playing the Batman and Robin card. It's really chaotic. It's a lot of stuff happening. It's incredibly fun. Uh, we played two rounds and it probably only took like an hour and a half to get mm-hmm. two rounds out. Uh, it's a good time. It's how we spent our New Year's Eve. T, what are your thoughts on Munchkin Batman? What I really like about Munchkin Batman is that it's so the the Munchkin serieses, the series and the games uh, as a whole are all really silly and goofy. Like you said, mm-hmm. the pirate one's called Munchkin Booty. Like they they don't take themselves super seriously. The art is really fun and cheesy and kind of cheat like chibi esque. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all cute and and silly and fun. And what I love about that is that this allows us to be in the silly side of the Batman world you know Mm -hmm. so often nowadays in the lexicon of Batman it's like the dark Batman it's the worst Batman you know it's the like it's the deep heavy dramatic super dark Gotham everything is intense and whatever Mm. type Batman this is more akin to the like the 60s Batman the type Batman it's like Silly and cartoony and goofy and extra and not serious and yeah. the villains look silly and wear stupid, you know, equipment and the hats are dumb and like everything is just silly and cheesy. And yeah. I love that Batman. Like yeah. that is a Batman we don't get enough in a modern world that tries to rely too heavily on realism. And I miss the goofy, whether it's the like 60s or even the like the 80s 90s batman like i i love the cheese (laughs) and that's the thing is the the charm of steve jackson games whether it be shea geek whether it be guns and money i think is the other one um they even have like an illuminati game like the charm of munchkin and all these steve jackson games is the humor it's a very very funny yeah company they do a lot of it's very tongue-in-cheek it's very silly it's very funny we have played Marvel Munchkin. I don't remember if we did an episode on it. It was a long time ago I that we did it. I don't think we did. My operating issue with Marvel Munchkin is that it was... They didn't use the, like, Steve Jackson-style art. Right. Which was, like, very cartoony, very hand-drawn. It was a bunch of, like, redone comic covers and stuff for the cards. 
And it just lacked that charm. It lacked it that did. funniness. Everything was very done very seriously. Very like It felt stoic. Yeah, very like to to the formula of Marvel Comics. This is what's happening. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of goofiness and silliness. And this has original art. It's yep. that hand-drawn art style. All the characters are very like caricatures of who they are. Yep. And it's silly. It's really funny and really silly. And the gear is all really funny and silly and over-the-top cheesy supervillain. The crimes are all really funny. Like, it's not just like, I'm rob going to, yeah, I'm going to rob Gotham Central Bank or I'm going to kidnap the mayor. It's like, I'm going to dip Jim Gordon in peanut butter. I'm going to rip the tags off my mattress. Yeah, I'm going I... <laughs> to falsify labels and things like that. And it's hilarious. It's, it's silly. really funny. Uh, in addition to being like a really f just chaotically balanced game. Yeah. You know, is. like the two games we played were pretty even in terms of like people, people getting up yeah. there and, and accomplishing things. Um, and it was just, it was, it was different stuff was happening all the time. A card would come out and it would have a condition on it that we hadn't seen. And so we would have to like adjust it out. off of that. And there are cards where the bad stuff isn't even really that bad. It's just you have to give two cards to another player and stuff like that. Right. Um, and it just really, like, ramps up this chaos of the whole thing. And I just, if I were to compare the two, Marvel Munchkin, which has had, like, a billion expansions at this point. Right. And Munchkin Presents Batman, I would go with Munchkin Presents Batman. It's a better Munchkin experience. It's creative. It's funny. Like, it's hilarious. I caught myself literally LOLing at, like, multiple of the cards that would come out. It was silly. And I think, you know, the names of the games in and of itself kind of articulate the differences in the games. Marvel Munchkin is taking the Munchkin gameplay and skinning it as Marvel. Mm -hmm. And skinning it as what you would expect from a Marvel it's, game. It's, yeah. Whereas Munchkin Presents Batman is literally the Munchkin style just using the Batman IP yeah. concepts. That's a good way of putting it. Marvel Munchkin is like, we are Marvel, here's our Munchkin. Right. Whereas Munchkin Presents Batman is like, we are Munchkin, here's our Batman. Exactly. And yeah, that's a good, I never would have thought of that. That's very clever. That is a good way of thinking about it. And it's just... It was fun. It was a good time. It was a really good time. The materials are really good. I will always and forever love a comic book based game that has original art. So yep. I'm already sold on that. There's a lot of different cards, like a lot of variety in the cards. They're all really funny and really silly. Even just the like you gain a level cards all have like really silly, silly things that happen. The version we have is the deluxe version. I don't know if they have a standard version. Munchkin games usually come in two versions. They come in a just plain version, which is just the cards. And then a D6, you play it on the table. Um, and then they have a deluxe version, which is a bigger box because it comes with a board. And you use that to track the levels. The board is helpful. Um, <laughs> the board was nice. It gave you a place to put the cards, a place to put the discard piles, a place to track the levels. It came with these little standees and you used those to yep. track the levels for the individual characters. So you could kind of see where everyone was and have a visual rep representation of... Um, you know, where everyone's going. I'm probably going to, we're going down to visit family. I might take this down and play it with them. Cause I yeah. think it would be really fun. Uh, it's a great Munchkin is a great family game. Asterix. I was just about to lean into that Asterix. Um, so Munchkin, because of the structure of the game and the way that the game is played, loans itself very heavily to the more competitive nature of humans. Mm -hmm. Um, 
think of it as everyone else's favorite video game, Mario Party. Mm-hmm. There are groups that can play Mario Party and have an and absolute blast, and it's totally fine, and it's super fun, and everyone loves the game, and everyone has a good time and goes home. There are some groups that play Mario Party, and literally, it's like to the point of fighting and not talking for several weeks. Um, know who you're playing it with, yes. and just be aware of the different personalities, because if you have someone who's going to start stuff... yeah. They may not be the type of person to play this with. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you have a sore loser or sore winner, if you have somebody who is just like competitively insufferable, a hundred percent sweaty palms player, you know what I mean? Like, then I wouldn't recommend Munchkin with them. Yep. I think it could get really nasty, and it can. It's um, it's just one of those is, games. It is literally like their tagline is something to the terms of stabbing your friends in the back. In the booklets, in like all the rule booklets for all the munchkins, every time they say the word friends, it's always in quotes. Yeah. You know, like it is It is about creating. In fact, one of the dudes uh, we were playing with, I loved his strategy because his strategy was he would use cards to make your thing harder and then be like, I'll help you. <laughs> and it was so funny. Like. He always, he just kind of lucked into always having the most gear out of everybody. So he was always like the highest power level. And then he'd like dump like Batman and Robin and some cops on your thing and then be like, I'll help. <laughs> you need 17 levels? I've got 18. Yeah, I can, I can yeah, help you I can, out. I can help you know? out. Yeah. I'll just take two treasures. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's like, but, Ooh, sneaky double. But, but that's what the gameplay is. That's how it's, you can play it, you know. Full on, just no one sabotages anybody and everyone helps. And that might be the style of playing for you. And for you know, your group. And for your group. And maybe your group will just kind of naturally fall into that. But the game is made. It's why it's a three to five player game. I've heard of people playing Munchkin just two people. And it is playable that way. What you lose is that ability to kind of like that subterfuge element that like, Hey, I helped you in the past. Can you help me now? Mm -hmm. That like bidding war that happens where it's like, Hey, I'll help you for three treasures. Oh, well, oh I'll, I'll help you for two. I'll help you for two and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. An important note. And this came up in our game. <laughs> treasures are important. You can, <laughs> you can sell them for levels. Mm -hmm. And that's where it got kind of funny because I was playing as Harley Quinn and I level every time I help people. So I kept offering to help people for zero treasures. They'd have like a four treasure thing. And I'm like, I don't want any of those. I just want to help you and get a level. And the guy I mentioned who was like constantly had the most uh, power level and was like, Hey, I'll help you after making it more difficult. Kept reminding everyone that I go up a level. And so they would choose him over me to help but he wanted all four treasures anyway he won that game by selling like three or four levels worth of treasures but <laughs> and, you didn't win yeah so it's you know just remember kiddos uncle chris's munchkin tip of the week uh treasures are important so if one dude wants a level and no treasures those four treasures that you now get to keep could be four levels. The you go up a level cards are in the treasure deck. That could be four levels. So you're giving me one level. You're guaranteeing yourself one level for defeating the person and maybe getting four other. That could be half the game over. 
by just letting me help. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. They just didn't play it right. <laughs> Don't feel bad for him. He won the second game. By selling treasures. The turn before I would have won. <laughs> From selling treasures. I, I anyway. know how treasure works. <laughs> Moral of the story. Treasures are cool. Munchkin is fun. It's uh, but don't play it with somebody who, in fact, it was on the do not play list for our group for a while until we've kind of grown up. Because um, we've, we've admittedly, there have been some bloodthirsty munchkin moments. But There have. Uh, <laughs> if you can just be chill and be fun and be like, no one get mad, like this is whatever, then munchkin's a really, really good time. It is it's a really true. fun time. So. Uh, Munchkin Deluxe or Munch, uh, Munchkin Presents Batman Deluxe, I believe, is out in stores now. I admittedly got mine out of a Kickstarter, um, but I've had it for a while, so I can imagine either the retail version's out or it's coming. But if you can find it, get it because it's really, really fun. It was a good time. Highly recommend. Thank you so much for listening. That is going to do it for us in terms of this episode of Powered Gaming. If you want more episodes of Powered Gaming, as well as other episodes that we've done and various other things, various other things a <laughs> lot of other things lots of other things uh, you can find them on our website coverbpodcast.com that's right you can also follow us on social media on facebook and instagram at coverbpodcast oh sorry i was drinking diet coke um <laughs> right outro thank you so much for listening i hope everyone has a good weekend get out there and play some board games really excited to hopefully have more powered gamings coming your your way this year we did our like best of 2022 episode it made me realize that we did like no powered games in 2022 we're working on it so i'm hoping we can do more so we'll see here's to 2023 being the year of gaming Woo! the year of the rabbit and the year of gaming um but thanks again for listening as always i have been chris this has been t you know it and you've been listening to cover, cover b. b bye everybody